Okay. Cool. All right. Um, so post game thoughts on Kennesaw. Um, this game this week was much, much better in all facets than Arkansas. Uh, the defense really brought it today, which didn't really change much from last week. Um, I think they turned up the intensity a little bit more, which you would expect against a team like Kennesaw. Um, the Bearcats offense today definitely got things clicking. Ben Bryant looked a lot cleaner, um, cleaned up a lot of those kind of overthrown, underthrown passes, um, and just found a lot more open guys, I think, this week, too. And overall, um, you know, <laughs> the Bearcats played a pretty clean game. Uh, defense had two defensive scores, could have had three uh, if we could have managed to pick up that blocked kick as well. Uh, so it was definitely... Um, definitely a blowout. There was no chance really for Kennesaw to be in this once the Bearcats really got rolling. And now we're kind of looking at this in the back seat. Um, you know, in hindsight for everything that happened today, I think the Bearcats have a lot going for them. It sucks because I think now where we sit, we can definitely tell um, that the question of could we have definitely beat Arkansas is for sure answered now because I think there was some very uh, glaring issues last week. Some of them we saw this week, but um, for sure could have beat them. And now it sucks to be able to see that now, but it's good to know that the Bearcats uh, can put things together. Uh, maybe they just needed an extra week. Maybe Arkansas should have been game two instead of game one. But uh, we have Hunter here. Give us your thoughts on your, uh, your post game thoughts for Kennesaw. The game was the tackling looked miles better than it did in game one, yep. which I know like I know Luke Fickle talked about that in his like presser earlier this week, working on it. But I was just really impressed with how well they did, and especially like again Ivan Pace just showed out, showing why we went and got him in the portal. Yep, absolutely amazing game. And then at what? What was that? I think Ben like spread the ball to ten different receivers today. Yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> Just ridiculous, honestly. I'm a little upset that my pregame prediction didn't come true from last week. That <laughs> Chuck didn't rush for a hundred yards, but you know he got close. Hey man, yeah, he well he got in he got in the end zone. That's what counts. Exactly. Can we talk about that absolute monster block that Shimon Mateo laid out on the Kennesaw State defender <laughs> on Evan Brave's touchdown run? Yeah, dude, he he honestly like I I think it was just great to see that like I mean honestly and we're we're going to talk about more about the tackle here but um you know it's great to see that Evan was able just to show that out. We all saw that like and we know what we've got there and then just the chance to be like all right, put him in the gun for a couple minutes and look what he does. Like it's a quick answer to those questions. Good. I mean, like, you can tell, like, the, he's still developing as a passer. Like, you yeah. can kind of tell that. Was, we still made, like, he still made the throws. And yeah. even, I think he showed his mental toughness, like, coming out. And you got to deal with pre-snap penalties on two of your first three throws. I mean, mm-hmm. but I think that showed a little bit. But I, that's, that's still one glaring issue, I think, that the Bearcats got to clean up is the freaking penalties, man. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Steve and I talked about that on our uh, midweek pod. Is just saying like, there's there's so many issues that they have. Um, just if they could clean that up, there's I don't see how any team on the rest of our schedule could end up beating the Bearcats. But 
when you look at that, like that's honestly what took us out of the Arkansas game because we had three, two, at least two, if not three scores, separate scenarios where the Bearcats were definitely in it, could have scored, and it was kind of washed out just because we threw it away because it's a lack of discipline. And I think, again, it shows through this week. Um, and that that was funny because that was my only part of, um, you know, any amount of criticism really that you could give to Fickle or give to the Bearcats is just that they they do get penalized a lot and a lot more than they should. And it's not, you know, it's not like you've got some, you know, pass interference calls or something where it's, you know, some it's getting pushy, ticky tack kind of stuff. I mean, it's it's just being smart about you know, being on the line, being smart about watching the clock. And it's, it's that kind of stuff that I think um, gets frustrating because you know that it would be really easy to just avoid those situations. And it happens here and there, but it shouldn't be as consistent of an issue as it is. Um, I, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm being so antsy about coming out and just getting that monkey off their back with the Arkansas loss to come out and be aggressive and play for it. Do you think that kind of played into it a little bit? I, I yeah. Yeah, I definitely think so. I mean, it, it, I will say too, it kind of took them a second to get going. Um, if there's anything we've learned about the Bearcats, not just this year, but over the past few years, um, we've, we've kind of noticed that the Bearcats just, they're more of a second half team. And, and I'll say like, they got this, I, this game looks almost identical to the Temple game, uh, the Miami game last year, or um, what was the, who did we end up playing? Murray State, where it, it was a little slow. Granted, it took a lot longer in the Murray State game than this one did. We eventually opened it up. Uh, thankfully, that wasn't the case, but, you know, it's just like they come out first first quarter. It's just kind of a, you know, kind of sluggish. And um, I think once they just, I, I think the Bearcats are the kind of team, once they get that first score on the board, then they can get rolling. Kind of to that point that you're making about maybe Arkansas, I think that's almost an every game kind of thing. Like it's just, you know, it, they they don't usually score on the first possession. Um, but it's it's nice to see that they've kind of got a lot of this stuff figured out. Um, and clearly they turned everything out. I mean, literally everything in the books. I mean, the the only thing I think this game was missing was probably, uh, like I said, that if they would have ran in that blocked kick. I mean, Kobe did that uh, in the. A, or was that against Tulsa? I think I'm, I'm trying to remember which game he ended up doing that, but he had that blocked kick. Um, yeah, I, I think that was against Tulsa in like 2019 um, yeah. where he took it all the way home. It's like, that's the thing that this game was missing. We had, we had so many rushing touchdowns, so many, um, you know, uh, receiving touchdowns. And then on top of that, just to cap off, like the defense was just so clean and pace, like both the pace brothers, are, they're such a powerful duo. And I mean, it just goes to show, uh, shout out Corain. That's where actually where I graduated from. Both those guys coming out there. Uh, we saw what kind of what we had there. And it, it was really surprising that um, Ivan did not get recruited as heavy as he has. This conversation has been a big one over the past, uh, you know, part of the off season where it's just saying like, how did he get passed up because he is so talented? And then you put him on a team like this and he just starts lighting everybody up. And it's awesome to see him be able to do that you know, along somebody that he shares blood with. So um, that's a really cool aspect. Yeah. Like it's, 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 they think he's short, but he plays like he's yep. 
an absolute monster. Yeah. My, I think my two defense, or I got like, I think, I don't even like have like a star defensive player because the defense was great today, but the Godfather showed out, man. And I think <laughs> Noah Potter had a phenomenal game. Yeah. Just from getting pressure to the QB all game, I think he really did really well. And just Dante was just a beast on the inside. Yeah. I mean, it's honestly like, our our defense has just been like immaculate. And again, we talk about this sort of seamless transition from last year to this year. It's really impressive to see just how well they've held up, you know, and it, granted you're talking about Kennesaw. It's not like you're talking about a really prolific team at the end of the day, but again, it's, you know, it's an option team. It's something that's going to be thrown a wrench in your, uh, thrown a wrench in your schedule and somebody that you really do have to prep for in advance. Um, and so to see that they like shut them down as much as they did, I think is really impressive. Anybody think we're discounting Kansas State because that's that's a really good FCS team. Yeah, like yeah, they're, they've done phenomenally well for the program only being in their seventh year. Yeah, I mean, and it's 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 one of those things too where like you know these guys are just going to have a lot of these sort of buy games every week, but. Ultimately, you know, a lot of these FCS teams really like start to kind of come out of the woodwork really quick. And, you know, like you said, I mean, Kennesaw is no slouch. I mean, I think I think the thing is, is like we look at this and it's like comparing it to last week when you go against like a team like Arkansas and the SEC and then you immediately go to an FCS team. But regardless, like, you know, FCS teams catch people off guard really easily, um, you know, and, and teams that you just don't expect. Uh, to come out of the woodwork sometimes do. I mean, hell, you even saw that today. Not an FCS team by any means. Marshall is a hell of a team, but taking Notre Dame out and home too, like that was a that was a crazy game this week. And I think college football is showing that we might have a little bit of chaos this year, which might be good for the Bearcats. <laughs> State. No, seriously. Yes. yes. Wow. <laughs> wow that's yeah that's uh <laughs> definitely definitely unexpected that actually ends up making two sunbelt teams that beat two top 10 teams today <laughs> that's crazy man wow yeah yeah that honestly like there is so much like and 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 a lot of people would argue too, like if viewers didn't get injured in that game, if you know there was a lot of really like kind of uh, sort of dust calls yeah, by the refs. Like, I mean, man, it, it's gonna it's gonna be a chaotic year. And honestly, like I, the Bearcats beating Kennesaw as much as they did. I mean, I think it's just going to be another game. They might slip up, you know, not even slip up. They might move up a couple spaces. They might move up to like 27 in the polls. I don't see them moving higher than 26. Um, but regardless, like it would be really interesting to see, you know, over the next few weeks, if this kind of trend across the rest of college football continues. I mean, hell with Iowa and Iowa State playing baseball right now, um, as Iowa played baseball last week, too. Um, it's really interesting to see like how all this is going to turn out because the Bearcats could theoretically make a little bit deeper of a run into the top 25 than I think we all expected. I mean, in last year we were, we were the Cinderella's of chaos. I mean, we, we, 
we got the benefit of a lot of that. Granted, we did a lot of that work on our own, but, you know, we were the fortunate recipients of a lot of that as well. Um, and, you know, if everybody else is going to slip up and you're rock steady, I mean, it really will help you out. If we could have taken out Arkansas last week, I think we could be looking at a top 10 team by the, you know, by the end of the season easily if we, you know, take care of business like we did today. But, you know, I think now that conversation, just because of our schedule, SOS and all that is just going to kind of talk, keep us out of any conversations. Uh, Mention the possibility that if, if we really went out, take care of business and get maybe to the, um, get to the American championship, win that, then we're really looking at like there's a possibility for a New Year's Six, but I think it'd be a stretch still. Um, but then win the AAC, I think the New Year's Six is basically guaranteed at that point. I mean, kind of. It well, it kinda, I guess to your point, it kind of depends on how Indiana does the rest of this year and how Arkansas does the rest of this year, right? And then I'm, I didn't catch the score of the Houston-Texas Tech game, but and how and if Houston ends up there, and yeah. how they the rest of the year. But if all three of those teams end up either ranked or with decent records, at least for Indiana, I still think Arkansas is going to be ranked at the end of the year. True. And then if Houston runs the table and ends up ranked, I mean, I, I, I need a hard argument to make against the better group of five champion than the Bearcats if they win it. That's and that's a good point too. I mean, on, right now to your uh, question, there Texas Tech and Houston are tied at seventeen uh, with about seven and a half to go in the fourth. So that'll be an interesting game because I think Texas Tech uh, got the better of Houston last year. Um, but yeah, th- it'll be interesting. I mean, it, there's there's definitely a possibility the Bearcats make make that run, make you know make it to the New Year Six. But um, you know, I'm still I, I'm playing devil's advocate here just because. <laughs> Just because uh, we all know how the playoff committee, uh, not even playoff committee, just even how the AP poll uh, likes to treat teams who make a mistake. Um, oh, yeah. If they're G5. Granted, if, you know, you could be, uh, you know, like a three-loss mid-tier. Like, you could be like Kansas State and have three losses and some sal- somehow still end up in the top 20. Um, <laughs> so, I, I don't know. I, l- I look at stuff like that. One of them being oh, yeah. Texas, because they kept it within one, will lose four games and they'll be in the top 25 by the end of the year. That's just how it's going to go. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. I mean, it'll be it'll be an interesting conversation for sure. Um, but we're pretty much wanted to get up, get wrapped up here. Um, just wanted to check in and see kind of what people's thoughts were. I appreciate you coming in here, Hunter. Uh, it's good to uh, hear the friendly voice. Um, and we'll have to uh, make sure that we can get everything sort of in line for uh, our upcoming game against the Miami Redhawks next week in Paul Brown, actually. Yeah. I, I forget how many years in a row this would be. I want to say we're... Oh, it's got to be more than that. I think we're getting closer to 20. <laughs> years is 2017. Yeah. So what? Quick maths. Don't ask me, man. <laughs> yeah. So we're 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 racking them up, but um, we'll see what happens there. Um, anybody who's listening here, uh, post this pod, which probably is going to be more people that are in here at the moment. Uh, make sure to uh, 
make sure to check out our midweek pod against uh or about Miami. We'll see if maybe we can bring in a guest for Miami and um somebody from the Red Hawks who uh likes to watch their program fail every single year. Maybe that'll be interesting, maybe it won't. <laughs> but um we'll give a little preview of that as well as some other things and review our picks as well from this past week. See how everybody performed. I'm not sure exactly how many people participated in that, but we're trying to make it bigger. So if you're listening to this and you haven't participated, make sure to check out our Chase for the Chili uh, as we will be um, trying to set up a big gift for the winner at the end of the year for anybody who makes the correct predictions and has the highest point total. Keeping track of that in the spreadsheet and uh, we'll have something nice for you. So again, thank you for everyone for tuning in this week. Uh, We'll make sure to... uh, get in with Miami, and then hopefully take care of business against them as well. Um, I am Justin. Thanks for listening. This has been Viva Cats. Hunter, thank you for joining as well. Uh, <laughs> thank you at I was probably drunk uh, <laughs> for joining as well. Oh, you requested. I feel bad. Here, hold on. We're going to add you to the speaker. we got to get you your two cents. We'll make, it, we'll make it quick. Do we got anything? Oh. Back back to listener. I thought I added as a speaker. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> anyways, we're headed out. Thank you guys for joining, and uh, we'll talk to you next week.